0: Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. Today we complete our study of the Song of Devorah in Judges chapter 5. So this is the third portion of the song. And in this portion of the song, Devorah turns her attention to the heroic um, (coughs) deeds of Yael. Uh, Yael was the woman who who assassinated Sisera. Sisera was the uh, uh, enemy general who was running from the battlefield as his forces were being routed by Barak. And as he knew he was being chased down by the Israelite soldiers, he ran to the tent of Hever HaKaini, who was one of the descendants of Jethro, who was um, apparently had uh, sided with the Canaanites and gave intel to to um to Sisera so Sisera assumed he was friendly he came to his tent and Yael his wife welcomed him into the tent (coughs) he asked for water she gave him milk and he was sleepy and when he fell asleep she took a tent peg and a hammer and hammered it into the temple of his skull thus assassinating him um <clears throat> so the, uh, that story we read together when we studied Judges 4. Today, Devorah is going to sing her praises for Yael, for her bravery and her deeds, assassinating the enemy general, thus um, reducing the possibility that Yavin could somehow muster up his forces again and counterattack. So verse 24, Tivorah minoshim Yael, most blessed, or the, 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 the most blessed of all of the women is Yael. Eshet <speaking in Hebrew> chever she is the wife of chever, <speaking in Hebrew> the Kenite. Minoshim Ohel tivorach, from all of the women in the tent. Um, and here it means the tent as a broad term, not a specific tent. But all of the women of the tent, tivorach, <speaking in Hebrew> from all of them she is the most blessed. Um, the women of the tent... Is um is because in general uh, in those days uh, it was assumed that the place of the woman is in the home is in the tent, so she was from of the women in the tent. It's also Ya'el's life was different than Deborah herself. Deborah herself was out there. She was under the tree, the Tomer Deborah, the palm tree. She was the prophetess. She was the judge, whereas Ya'el was a more traditional female role, the woman of the tent, to whom to whom Sisera went, assuming that he would get a warm and welcoming um, uh, a home with uh, with food and drink and, and a place to sleep and so on. So Yael had a different kind of life. So she was from the Nashimba Ohel as opposed to Devorah herself, who was the, from the Tomer, the one who was out there. Mayim <laughs> Sha'al, he asked for water. This is verse 25, <laughs> But she gave him milk. <clears throat> this was clever because milk fills you up, makes you full and makes you more sleepy. <laughs> In a seifel, which is a bowl of adirim, of of great people, meaning a, a grand ball. She, you know, she treated him well in order to make him feel comfortable, feel at home, feel safe, and let his guard down. That's the key. Let his guard down because, um, and think and think of her as his friend. She gave him chema. Chema is in modern Hebrew translates as butter. This might mean cheese of some sort. She gave him. Uh, um you know, heavy dairy food that you know that fills you up and makes you feel tired. Tishlachna and then when he fell asleep um she t- uh, t- took her hand and sent and went sent it literally I means sent her hand or I mean, her hand reached to grasp the yaseid, the tent peg vimina la halmut and her right hand went to the hammer of workers. Uh, you know that they used to pound the peg into the ground. Sisra, and then she hammered Sisra Mahakaro Show and crushed his head, and she cracked and broke open his temple. Um pretty gory stuff. Uh, verse twenty-seven between her legs Korashnach Nafal Shachov um now this Bain ragla is sometimes translated that there was some sort of a sexual connotation here occasionally we um people interpret this story that she kind of seduced him somehow but that's not really what the the verses in as we read the story in chapter 4 and here in chapter 5 there's n- nothing sexual uh, anything that that said is from people's imagination which is fine if they want to imagine things that way but this it, it was, the story was portrayed without any such connotations. The story was portrayed with Yael being uh, 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 the homekeeper who made him safe and feel comfortable at home and gave him to eat and give him a blanket and a place to lie down and so on. There's not, no, um, no indication in these verses. Ben Ragel here doesn't mean between her legs in a, in a sexual way, it means at her feet. And, I, and the translation of the Jps is translates as at her feet as opposed to between which is I think a much more accurate translation so at her feet he he um he he um, bent over and he fell lying down flat at her feet he and 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 he he, he, he bent over and he fell it uses a language kara, which is what the language often used when one falls in front of a king <coughs> prostrate, prostrates himself bows in front of the king this is is giving the image that this powerful mighty general falls in front of the feet of a woman of the tent the image that he's completely and totally subdued Ba'asher kara shom nafal shodud the place where he sank down in front of her, that's where he remained lying down as a finished, destroyed, completely devastated general. The Adha Chalon, and now Devora in this dramatic, dramatic ending turns her attention to another mother. Remember, Devora said to herself, She is the aim. Of Israel, she is an Amy Israel. She was the mother of the people of Israel, leading them to victory. But and she portrayed it. Remember, the first two parts of the song we studied together. Remembered it as a um, the how how the morale of the people was lifted because they remembered their covenant with God that they 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 strengthened themselves to defend themselves they used to be afraid and they used to cower when they went out of the city to get water they were afraid of getting shot with arrows people weren't traveling on the highways because of the marauding bands and the government uh, uh, taxation on the roads was onerous and oppressive and the people were cowering they wouldn't live out in the villages they cowered behind the walls of the protected cities they were afraid they were lowly they, but now they were proud now they were the victors now because they 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 recognized and and re their special relationship with god they had the um strength and the courage to fight and um, to fight for their freedom. That's how she portrayed the victory that the Israelites had over the Canaanites. But what kind of victory were the Canaanites fighting for? So this is how Deborah portrays that. She portrayed herself as the mother who encouraged the people of Israel to to fight for their freedom. But what did the mother in Sisera's camp do? Well, let's look now. Be'ad hachalon in a window, somewhere in Sisra's hometown, there was looking out the window, Vatia Bev, and Aim Sisera, the Adreshnov, and the mother of Sisra, standing at the, uh, behind the, um, the uh, the curtain or the or the, or the shutters or lattice, the work uh, of the window, was was crying and wondering and whining. The is like a language of, of 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 whining, kind of like the sound of the chauffeur, just like whining, crying. Where's my son? Madua Why is it taking so long for my son's chariot to come home? Why that sound of the chariot as it clatters along the road? Why are they in so much delay? Imagining that something. She can't even imagine, of course, that he was defeated. So, where is he? Where's my son? I want to see him come in victory. And what did all of the women there say, the women of that tent? <laughs> the 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 smart ones of her of her um, of those that attended to her are those that were also fellow um, noble women, ans- would answer her and say, um, and she too says to herself, in other words, all of the people around her, and she herself comforts herself by saying, Oh, they're busy, they're busy dividing up the spoils. They are busy dividing up the, the, the spoils of war. Yeah, they're busy. They had such a tremendous victory, they have so much to divide up. And then they use the term, Each and every man is getting himself an Isra- one or two Israelite girls. Now the choice word here that she uses for the Israelite girls that they're winning in this war, that they're all taking for themselves is an extremely vulgar way of referring to a, a woman. They refer to them literally as a racham, which is, literally translates as a womb. Right? They—they're not even the, the girls are just are just sexual things. They're—they're they're literally referring to the women by their female sexual organ, referring to them as a as a as a uterus or as a receptacle for a baby. Like not even looking at them as human beings. The, this is the way they refer to the captive Israelite girls. That they're assuming they're in the middle of dividing up who gets which. Shalal imlis l'sisra and then all of these nice, beautiful, colored clothing that Sisra is going to get from the spoils, the, the spoils of all of the woven cloths of high quality, around each of every neck of those soldiers, that um, they're all going to get colorful uh, uh, woven garments. This is the image that Devorah portrays of the mothers of Sisera and the mothers of the soldiers that fought for Sisera, interested in, in abusing and 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 uh, uh, molesting uh, the young women of Israel as spoils. And this and, and they're just they're thinking about this. Then they're proud of their sons and how their sons are. Are they're imagining them behaving? Oh, they're late because they're busy. Just enjoying them, all of this wonderful bounty that they just won in war. The contrast between that image and the image of Devorah as the Ein be Israel is stark, and it's one of the most um, dramatic parts of the song. And 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 it's so unique and special because, all, from the perspective of a woman, it's so much more powerful. Only a woman could could. Could come up with this kind of image—the kind of woman and the pride that Devorah has in her people. The pride that Devorah has in her people and the dedication to God, versus the pride of the mother of Sisra in her son as he as he rapes and pillages. This this is the contrast. And if you take one take one takeaway from this song, take this away from this song. Came Yovdu and Devorah ends her thing saying, "If this this." The, the, this, what we just saw in this battle, the destruction of these awful, horrific, oppressive enemies. So shall all <coughs> of your enemies, God, be lost and destroyed. But those who love him, those who love God, they shall be like the sun when it rises in its strength. That is the end. She ends with that short prayer, but powerful prayer as after she contrasted what the people of Sisera are like by describing the mother, and the people of Israel are like describing herself as the mother. And peace reigned upon the earth for the next 40 years. It would seem that Devorah remained the prophetess and the judge for the next 40 years. This concludes the Song of Deborah and Chapter 5. Looking forward to studying Chapter 6 and the rest of this book of Judges together. <laughs>